God, you know what, Meryl? I have a hard time when I go shopping for certain items. One of them being t-shirts. I know. I feel like you're picky. I am so fucking picky. And the thing is, is there are always designs that I see online for a shirt. Uh, but I don't know what the shirt type is and they try to tell you, but I'm like, I don't know what that code is. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, it's a Hanes, whatever, 72, five oh, L. Oh, okay, great. I don't know what that fucking means. So I like to try my shirts on, right? Typically shirts don't fit me correctly. They're too long. They're too skinny. They're too whatever. Like a, yeah. a medium doesn't seem like a medium. A large is whatever. It I also is. feel like you you don't want a super deep V. No. I can't picture you with Not a anymore. Yeah, I no. went through that phase. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> you never went through a deep V phase? <laughs> I always do, yeah. um, That is why I really appreciate true classic t-shirts. I'm oh, holding them now. You can hear the bag. You they can hear look it. really high quality. They look like one that you would see at a boutique for like triple the price that they actually are. That's true. And we have a very good deal. We do. When you go to true classic dot com and entering campfire you get 25 percent off and free shipping if your order is more than a hundred dollars which i think it should be meryl has not learned anything in audio classes she is just throwing the bag throwing this plastic crinkly bag um yeah it doesn't matter what kind of person you are what kind of body type the shirt is for you skinny dudes big dudes buff dudes even me Even me. I'm You're a, all of those. I'm a dude. Um, yeah, it, it, it is a great shirt. And so I highly recommend trueclassic.com code campfire. Come on, kids, now gather around. Grab a log and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Meryl Klimo. And that's that. Good. I, I just have to. You I have to do your thing? I can't You hang- can't go get a full lobster with Szechuan noodles with me before a comedy show? No. No. God, you're not living. <laughs> I don't know how you live <laughs> like this. Elvis. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to first... Okay. Did you see Elvis? I'm so sorry. No. Did you see- we talked about it, right? Yeah. You liked it. No, I didn't. I fucking oh, hated it. Jeez. We didn't talk about it. Okay, anyway. I just wanted to skip over it. Go ahead. Go <laughs> I don't really want to talk about it. Go ahead. I want to give you a, a positive critique on what you're wearing while we are recording today. Oh, okay. What's up? But first, I want you to, um, while I'm giving you notes about your outfit, can you just describe like- What you're wearing? Yeah, like I have, I came with Dunkin' Donuts stains. Well, you look like- <laughs> Like uh, <laughs> my first gut was like not good. I, I it's okay. You can no 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 roast me. You have this like flowing like over shirt that looks like you know you can uh, roast me. It's like like a rich woman in the afternoon who's just lays on the chaise lounge. You know what I mean? That's like, a compliment. I know, but Lynn, it, it, but is a ghost, but is a ghost of her own self. And so I don't died, see anything wrong here. You died from eating things too fast because it's all over your shirt. Okay. You choked to death. Oh like, my god! Now you're dead. You are a ghost who ate what looks to be what was, is that baked beans? Were you um, eating? no, Dunkin' Donuts hot sauce. Hot. <laughs> I got the egg wraps with cheese. I, I the last thing I would think of when when thinking of Dunkin' Donuts is hot sauce. The hot sauce is so good. Really, I, I have it on the hash browns and the egg wrap with cheese. Wow. Washed down with a pumpkin spice latte. You had all of that. Wow, that's pretty good. Probably like. 8.2 million calories but anyway I just this was this is what I'm wearing while yeah. I have an opinion on your outfit oh oh you think I'm you don't like it no I love your outfit oh. and in fact 
I was going to the past couple of weeks. I was going to have a a shirtervention with you. A shirtervention? Yes. Oh, I because see. I had felt like, and I'm so happy to see you. You're, you're wearing like a beautiful floral. Um, it looks like a almost like a Hawaiian shirt, but with like puffy dandelion things. I think the it's best way to describe it is it's uh has reference to the mid century modern design <laughs> pattern, and it's uh navy blue with white. Uh, it's a bunch of what looks to be flowers slash dandelions. Yep. But in a graphic style, is that right, Thank Meryl? You. That okay. is exactly, okay, great, and great, it's form fitting. Yeah. And I wanted to. I am so happy to see this because the because you were coming weeks, in hot with like oh you dressing you dressing like a mook. Not a mook. I feel like. Uh, we need to cycle out the Rift City shirts yes. like once a month or something. Because well, want... all I've seen you in is Rift City shirts. Like literally Listen, for I, the past. I'm not going to deny that. But the truth is this. We record in my house. Mm-hmm. I'm not meeting you out in the world dressing up. But. No, you wear them out in the world too. I Okay. I, I'm supporting my own brand. Um, I, uh, point taken. You're I such total- a colorful, beautiful man. I that actually I, I like you. Okay, with these so this is a thing that uh, you know is ingrained in my DNA, right? Which is like I love. I actually love fashion. I love yeah dressing up. I love looking great. I love buying clothes that are interesting. I have fallen into that uh, pandemic space of like t-shirt, shorts, and jeans. You know, yes. And it was just like. Well, how many t-shirts? I don't have 200 t-shirts. So I the, I like the ones that fit a certain way. And that seems to be the Rift City or these other couple. And I'm like, I find myself going back to them. And I was like, ugh, I hate this. Like, I, I, I feel <laughs> really? it. Really? Yeah, you felt I feel it? it. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. So I'm I'm trying to. We're just here because we love you. Yeah, yeah I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to focus on, uh, you know, getting myself in, into a space uh, physically that I am like excited to dress up again. I love that, and I support that. So today, I'm just trying to get myself is, into space physically at all. T- today is like day five of me like doing. Oh my god, doing this thing. So thanks this for is, noticing. You're welcome. But you did come in with a, a little bit of a negativity. You're like, I'm glad you're wearing that because I was going to because here's tear another you negative down. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a positive thing happening, but let me still rub your nose in the negative mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. Thanks to our sponsor, True Classic Tees. Enter code <laughs> Campfire. <laughs> Those tees are great, but man, they are hot. They're they're good for the fall. They're wonderful for the fall. Um, you know, I think they fit really nice. I, I do too. Really nice. They're great under. A I, I personally run hot, so that's why when I find a t-shirt that's like crazy breathable, like I stick with it. Yeah. Uh, uh, props to RiffCity.com. <laughs> uh, and so that's all. That's all. We'll get into this off mic, but um, <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan of the t-shirts that I the t-shirt quality for my pre-canceled. I'm I'm looking oh, into something different. doing it in like a stiffer material. Like how where you guys, is it getting printed? Is it a, a it's just a drop si- a drop oh, shipping drop ship. site? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's it's like almost you know when shirts feel so soft that they feel cheap. Yeah, that's like I, I don't like wearing it because it makes me feel like I have the flu all the time or something. <laughs> what you know when like shirts are so soft that you just feel sick wearing oh, them? Oh my god! No, I don't know that. Oh. I don't know that. But anyway, anyway. Um, so I wanted to tell you a story. Yes, please do. So I went out this weekend to see a movie in the theater. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was one of these movies that, uh, Brittany and I both were like, uh, this is important to see right now. She, she's felt this way a couple of times was like, like, um, to go see a movie directed or starring a cast of mostly black people or mostly queer people, you know, LGBTQ, um, is important to do on opening weekend because it hopefully sends a message oh, that like, yeah, yeah. hey, the world is actually ready for these things and we're going out to see them. And so like, please green light more 
products yeah. from these people because we need to support. And I'm totally down for it. Um, have opening numbers of movies in general just got plummeted as a whole? Yeah, I think yeah, so. I'm like, I don't know anyone that but wants there, to go on opening I think night. things have gone like polar, which is like it's either an independent film that opens like really low, but it's a great film, or it's like this mad crunching like Top Gun Maverick thing where it's like the highest grossing film of all time because everyone just latches on. It's sort of like... I feel like we're in the time of like 1980s to 90s where everyone went and saw the same film because yeah, there's so yeah. few like big films coming out. Right. So like when Top Gun came out, it was like it was kind of the only thing happening for weeks. And then another movie came out, but it kind of was a dud. But then Top Gun just kept climbing because it was like everyone's talking how good it is and all that. It's like back at Jurassic Park time. Everybody saw I love Jurassic that time. Park. Yes. Everybody has seen Top Gun except for me. I haven't seen it. I haven't Have seen you seen it? Either, okay, no. There's two of us. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway. So this weekend, uh, a movie by Billy Eichner called Bros Love came him. out, yep. and it is essentially, I don't know if it's the first, but it's the first like big mainstream like uh, gay rom-com. Yeah. And it's, ob- it's, a, it's, it's, it's really good. I'm going to say that. I, th- I thought it was really great. Um, very is Jason funny. Jason Sud- Sudeikis in it? No, no, Billy Eichner. I know him, but I is no. I don't think there's anybody else. That okay, is... his his bro isn't someone else famous, like his no. other person. No, uh, uh-uh. no. I never even seen this guy. You've never the... seen Billy? No, no the, the other, other guy. guy. <laughs> okay, Billy. I love him. I love 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 I him. I love Billy Eichner. I was just listening to him because he's really doing like the podcast circuit of, yeah. and that's also so funny that now mostly a lot of like press trailers are just. Yeah. being on different people's podcasts yeah. but some some caller was calling in and she was telling like a really boring story and she was rereading her text and it was just like really boring and billy was like wow not since succession have i heard such great dialogue <laughs> <It's just> so <laughs> funny. Like, he's, i think he's one of those like really actually very funny people well he had a show uh for a long time or maybe he still does called billy on the street oh, yeah, where yeah, he yeah. just do people on the street like mm-hmm. fast fast interviews and just laser-tongued like really great and uh he also was the voice of timon on the live action lion king so just if you don't know who he is um but anyway we went out to see the movie got tickets and uh got to the theater and it wasn't very full and i was like okay whatever you know we're doing our part it was like a matinee show and so i was like that kind of like i wanted it to be full because i want obviously yeah but I also, you know, secretly I'm like, oh, we have the theater to ourselves. Do you ever feel that way? I where love you go that and you're feeling. like, yes. we have it all to ourselves. We could do it. So there's only like maybe a handful, like 10 people in the theater, right? And um, so I'm like, all right, cool. We got good center seats. Everything's great. Um, Is there a part of you that like that just happened for nope? And I looked around. I'm like, okay, good. It's not even worth a shooter coming in and killing everyone. <laughs> do you ever think that or not? Really? No, I don't feel that way. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm like, oh, there's just eleven of us all like roll to the exit. Oh boy, you gotta think like that now. Uh, okay, okay, maybe yeah. you do. Maybe you do. That's a okay. Um, anyway, so trailers are starting. We're doing our thing. Everything's great. Then all of a sudden, I hear this clitter clatter from the hallway. Like, you know, like, you know, how the theater is built. It's down the stairs around the corner, right? You leave the theater. Uh, I could hear people talking down in that little hallway coming. I was like, mm-hmm. And then this line of like nine 50-something-year-old women come <laughs> popping in and trampling up the stairs. I was like, oh, and they're all talking the whole way. But it's trailer time. We're not talking movie time. Trailer time. They come up and I'm like, no, 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 no. And they come right in the aisle in front of us and they 
file down and they sit down right fucking in front of us <gasps> and they're la- laughing and talking to each other with no regard for anything around them again trailer time can't be right. too upset whatever who gives a shit no right? are you in the middle 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 okay yep i'm always in the middle yeah middle. that's what i figured I mean, that's the, i mean that's the best spot. something has gone wrong if i'm not in the middle so like i ha- i like accidentally got here right or someone else <laughs> bought the tickets or, yeah 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 Yeah. or you're like late someone had like an appendix i'm never late. late i'm never fucking late come on Come on. <laughs> I buy tickets with where the seats are already like yours and I still get there before uh, the trailers start because I'm like, up, oh, this is when they said it starts. I'm going to be there at the time. Yeah. yeah. I'm crazy like that. No, that's good. Anyway. Um, so the trailers are happening. They're cackling. Oh, they're like, no. talking and blah, blah. A trailer comes up with some like romantic something. And then the woman's like, that's Jeff. That's Jeff. Like that or something like some stupid thing. I was just commenting about everything. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a problem. And they've all got drinks and it doesn't look like they're first, right? So quietly, lights go down, movie's starting, and they're pretty good. I, I was surprised. I'm like, okay, this is going to be a problem. I'm going to be fucking annoyed the whole time, right? But they were actually not bad other than this one fucking woman. And I just, I'm telling you this because I, I wondered if, if you've had this situation like this where it's like, it, it was almost like a woman was let out of a cage <laughs> yeah. after being like down in the basement for years yes. and was allowed to see something and was like her eyes were bugging out and her emotions were overflowing. Right? It's like when a beagle has been lab tested for years yeah. and they touch grass for the first time. <laughs> Those are very touching videos. If you watch so them. Yeah. this woman at every every quote unquote heartwarming part, right? Every single scene where there was any kind of like, like if a character said like, I really like you. She'd be like, ah, like that out loud. Like, ah, like that every single time throughout the movie. I'm talking, this is like 30 or 40 times. Every time she had to respond with, ah, and I was like, oh my God, at some point Britt and I were looking at each other like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I was like kind of gripping her hand. Like <laughs> I want to kill, I want to punch this woman in the back of the head and watch her have like a stroke. You know what I mean? <laughs> I really just was. Mm. What were her friends doing? Just sitting there too? Oh, they're quietly? all like, they're clinking glasses here and there. They are talking sometimes, but it's a comedy. I can let it go. Yeah. Right. It's a fun movie. It's not like, you know, Schindler's list two or something, <laughs> you know? Um, but the ultimate was the moment where I was like, I can't believe this woman keeps doing this at every moment where they hold hands or they look at each other. It's like, what's wrong with you and your life? Like, what's happening? Yeah. And then there's this scene where <laughs> the the character's like, you know, <laughs> he's just some kind, something kind of sexual, right? Like, I want you to fuck me. And she goes, ah. I'm like, oh my God. Essentially, it was like the character going, I want you to fuck me in the ass. Okay. And she's like, ah. I was like, oh, oh my God. My I want to fuck it. I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is insane. Yeah. Who is this person? What do you think that person is like outside of the theater? I know exactly what that Tell person me. is like. Um, Explain it. Because I also feel like that is a person at a comedy show that we've seen oh. who like feels the need to positively heckle where mm-hmm. someone says something about like I was laid off and then it's like oh no you know there's always <laughs> a woman and and I think you're exactly right where she doesn't go out they don't go out often yeah. and then when they do it's a mixture of like too much alcohol yeah probably anti anti like I just inflammatory can, medicines. I can only imagine like uh, in my brain I was like I wonder what this woman was like in uh what was that gray movie what's the oh the 50 beauty sh- or no, 50 no, no, shades no, of gray shade, yeah 50 shades of gray oh my I god i can only imagine what she was like in 50 shades of gray because 
Holy fuck. Can you imagine? She's yeah. probably like, oh, mm. <laughs> And I wonder if, it, do you, would you get, I mean, we don't know her, but is oh, it. Oh, we know her. Because I'm like, there's two versions where I think someone that that secretly still needs it to be about them. Right. Where like, you know, we can all hear them. And then someone that is so far gone that they don't even know that they're doing it out loud. There's something, I hate that I felt this way. I'm going to talk this out with you right now. Yes. Okay? I hate that I felt this way. But it was almost like these women, again, I could be completely wrong. This is wrong of me to probably even say. But like these women were like, hey, we went and saw that new gay movie. Now we're open minded. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And so they're there sort of being like, we did our job. Now let's go. Let's go home and and ban gay marriage. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can totally see them being like, "We're open minded. We saw bros," and, and it's like, just that mentality. But I also have to like, everyone's got their own happy place. You know, like good for them. Good for her for being like, "Oh, that really touched me." That he was gonna fuck that other guy in the ass. That's so, so sweet. I could almost be on this side a little bit, but it also sounds like I don't know if they were the women that um. In the pandemic, there was like the free free California group that's almost like the Karens, but like the I'm not going to wear a mask Karen, Ugh. which I'm like, yeah, don't wear a mask outside. Like I'm, I kind of agree with that, but, well, yeah, but the ones I, that would go to Walmart and be like smug and annoying and crazy, or the ones that would sit down at Costco and have a temper tantrum, would would those be the ladies <laughs> where it's like I don't kind know. of Florida Trump? You know, it could go either way. Okay. Again, I'm making a, a, a huge judgment on these women, right? Yeah, but like. They were just out having a girl day, having fun. Drunk about a little I, bit. I feel like the way I described it was like mom's day out kind of thing, right? Good for them. Good for them. I've been silly and drunk in places, and I, I'm sure people are like, oh, God, this guy. You know, maybe <laughs> all times. Um, it was just the year anniversary of our Tiki Boat adventure, which if you guys go listen back in about a year, <laughs> Bo was that woman on a, on a Tiki oh, cruise. Oh, man. And that's, I mean, I think that's the reason. That's the reason. Because just too much alcohol? No, no, no. That's the reason I didn't get invited to their wedding. Oh, shit. Right? I mean, it was my activity at the Tiki Cruise. Don't you think? No. You don't? No. Bo didn't get... We have to let everyone in. Let me in. Yeah. Let, Bo let didn't get invited to a wedding that I had said that I think he will be invited to. And the people <laughs> told you that you are invited. <laughs> I actually love it so much. And it, to make it even more, I had in my mind built up this wedding because <laughs> when you and I were on a break, I was thinking, oh my God, if we don't return to the podcast, how I, I was starting to have anxiety about seeing you at this wedding in October. <laughs> and I was like brokenhearted for me. And I'm like, how am I supposed to like see Bo in an event when we've had this falling out? And like, Oh my goodness. I, feel... I, was, I was upset in October still. I mean, it, you, at the time I yeah, was upset in August. It was August, for, It was July. Yeah. And you were already mad in August or in October. Yeah. And I was like, I was so brokenhearted. And I'm like, I do I just it's... ignore you? How do I like do this? I think it's funny. Listen, I'm seriously not upset about the wedding no. at all. I, 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 I actually think that wedding planning and weddings in general are just so like insane that I can't even imagine. I think that's why I don't want to get married again. Well, that's one of the reasons. Yeah. <laughs> that is <laughs> also monogamy. Yeah, monogamy is also. Yeah, uh, but marriage. also the reason I got married the first time and just did it at the courthouse, you know, we didn't, I had no plans ever of having a big thing, you know. We were going to do a Japanese style one in Japan, but we weren't going to do one here because I was like, I don't want to be picking and choosing friends and then doing this right. and that and be worried about like how much we're spending. It's like, this is stupid. This is stupid. 
Um, so I totally get it, and I'm not offended at all. I wish them the very best. I know you do. I just don't want them to ever contact me again. Please, um, you're, you're acting like me. No, I'm like, just yes, you are. I no, know for I a fact to go it's back. just people. It's just it's I just know, the guest list. I'm because joking. They were ups- They were sad that you couldn't be invited. Well, not too sad because I wasn't invited. Um, I want to go back to this idea that. In the summertime, when I said, I really need a break, I'm overworked, I'm not feeling well, I need to take some time, you still somehow made that about you. <laughs> I was like, how am I going to act when I see Bo at the wedding in October? Are we going when to we ignore each up, other? When, when we finally see each other after five months or four months. If I was at an event with you crazy. and couldn't speak to you, I would be so sad. I'm straight I would be... up looking at you saying like, I really need a break. I'm I'm worn down. I'm overworked. And you're like, mm-hmm. And what I heard is, how will this affect me at a wedding four exactly. months from now? <laughs> 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 that it ends up, like, all the stuff that I always think about never, ever comes to fruition. And also, like, months there's so much that can happen in months that it is right. like anything I'm always like, oh, in three weeks, like it will be like this. And then right. in three weeks, it's, it's like it's the never, nuclear bomb explodes yeah. or something. Or, yeah. yeah. In fact, like you just went through all this shit with your house mm-hmm. and that's still ongoing. And you thought it was going to be this thing. And you kind of like laid this whole path out. You're like, right. And then in the end, you're like, you know what? No, I'm going to the, the tenants are allowed to be there. We're going to make this right. I lost some money, but whatever. I'm not going to evict them. And then they turn around and what happens? We, yeah, we paid $6,000 to basically go through like a false labor of eviction, with <laughs> a false pregnancy of eviction, where we got all the way to the eviction finish line. And then, yeah. then the tenants came back and said, no, please, please, please don't evict us. And then he, like laid out the reasons why they were not in the wrong and why they would pay yeah. quickly. We dropped the eviction. We were the ones that had to pay the $6,000. And then for it to be are we agreed on that their lease would go until april 7th and then they paid one month like correctly back on the schedule I was like okay and i'm like okay this is wonderful like we didn't even talk as a whole unit for like a month and i'm like this is so nice and then the next month comes around and they start to yeah. call me like miss merrill and i'm like yes and they were like we can't i mean in, in a good way they did a good thing by being honest and telling me like as a traveling circus they cannot pay the money anymore <laughs> and i think i think as we talked about the the old woman yeah. was being nice and paying for this crazy man and the yeah. old woman was like i i can't pay this and i think either she was confused about what she agreed to or what who knows just a bunch of like whatever's. So now those people are moving out. So now they just gave. So they. So have this said, is all over the course of like five months. You go through an eviction. You pull the eviction out. They've changed the locks. They've done all this wild, weird shit. The yep. woman's not even living there. No, she's the out in traveling. Texas, yeah. And she's paying, but not. She's not paying, paying for this guy. Then he's their default on their thing. You're losing money, and then you're like, okay, I'm going to give you another chance. And within one month, they're like, we're out. Yeah, yeah, they paid one time and then the second time, but they, in a good way, gave me notice. Once again, if yeah. I was a total whatever, I would like there would be a thousand dollar penalty. Mm. But I don't even think these people have a thousand. Like you just want them out. Yeah, you're like I'll eat the thousand to get you out of this house. Yes. Do you think you're gonna have a squatter situation? No, we're definitely not. Why? <laughs> because I think he might have had some police activity in the oh. past, oh. and the day that her lease ends, if he's still there, then that's trespassing. Then I can just call the good old Chula Vista police. God knows they're busy. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Fuck this area. Oh, well, you know, it's a buyer's market. <laughs> oh my god, it's, it's a loser's market. It's not now. Um, so, so yeah. What so else is going? What, what else is going on with you? I just want to say that. Um, 
a few for our episode last week i had posted an infographic with (laughs) we got so many funny messages from like your friends and my friends and it was so funny because my east coast friends were messaging me being like we are not a circus (laughs) because you called my friends a circus we were just joking oh it's hilarious and i said that your friends are like 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 a wild like and out circus. here they are. And I think I think my East Coast friends are a little bit more normal. Well, because they're all over the place. Like like you've got this guy that would never get along with that guy, would never get along with Correct. this guy. And and I feel like my friends, it's like I could invite twenty of my closest friends. They'd come over and everyone would be conversing and, and, and stoked. That's not to say that I don't have a diverse group of friends. I think it's just my friends are cool and yours aren't. You know, I don't know how to say that in a different way. <laughs> Your friends are a fucking circus. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. But we got some messages, but I'm like not no, not the East Coast friends. The West Coast ones yeah. are though, and they are. They're they're insane. I love it. I because love it because they're they're actors and influencers and like interest interesting creatives. Yes. and like everyone's available like Wednesday at two p.m. Some of your where, friends were on the radio and they have those personalities. Some of your friends are literally like. Like, like people who they're are in a circus. Yeah. I have two friends that truly like I go see them. <laughs> and then I have, it was also so funny because I have a friend that I worked with on Cirque du Soleil who right. was messaging and they're like, is this about, they're, they're from Montreal and they're like, is well, this I about even me? think about your friend uh, who is actually a stripper and, yeah. and, and I, or a dancer. Yep. And, and I, Both. I mean, I love her. She's yeah, amazing. She's wonderful. Uh, I have she's no, a circus I have no, freak. I yeah. just think that pairing her with some of these other people. I could see someone like uh, your Instagram influencer friend in LA uh-huh. and your stripper friend being like, yeah, I'm good. It's a lot. I'm actually good. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. I think I like, there's a certain element of yeah. it that I like. Yeah. I like free because uh, Jack and I both boiled it down to like the people that I really like that I'm kind of like friend attracted to right in the instant. I can't tell if they're doing like a bit or not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's definitely my comic friends. But to be honest, like I'm really I'm close with Daniel, uh, yeah. the guy I run Rift City that I have a T-shirt of. Um, I'm I'm close with Daniel, um, but I think I have known or learned over the course of a lot of time that he's not really interested in doing social gatherings. It's not comfortable for right, him. He's not right. in love with that. And so I used to invite him to everything, but then I'd see the crowd and I'd be like, oh. You're not really having a great time. And and this is Why this did Daniel remember Daniel got mad at me because I like made him a plate or something and he kept no, on telling me not or, there no. was something with the plate that he got mad at me. I don't know. For. I don't know what it is. He just doesn't like you, I think. I'm True, just kidding. That's fine. I'm just kidding. That he's one that like got no, I don't my care. God. Yeah. I knew you were gonna say something I'm not horrible. Any- <laughs> I knew you were gonna say something horrible. <laughs> I, I really he's like never, him, but he's never said that. He's a very nice guy. We went to improv together. That will never that's the I, most bonding thing you can do. I think that he just doesn't love social gatherings and and feels like he's embarrassed in those moments. Because he makes, like, there was something right. that for real happened that he got mad at me. Either I, like, made him a plate of food mm-hmm. or I was in the way of him getting a plate of food. And then he was like, no, I'm so mad at you that now you can't come to any Riff City shows. He was joking. He was doing a bit, for sure. But when does when does the bit, like, when, did, that's when does the, the problem. plug come out? See, you that's know the I mean? problem. And diffuse? I know you know yeah. a lot of comics. When does it end? There's yeah. a lot of times where you're, like, sitting at the table going, like... Because he left being like, okay, so you're not allowed at any Riff City shows. Oh, my God. He didn't mean it. He was doing... A bit. Well, I care about for the, him. For the first like year or two with him, I was like, okay, can you just stop doing the bit? I'm trying to. We're talking about taxes right now, okay? You don't have to be this other character and do this other thing. Like, just please, I need a straight yeah. answer, you know? Wait, okay, wait, there's so many directions I want to go with yeah. friends, weirdos. Okay, so. Okay. Oh, okay. So, so you're saying the circus. So, so I had posted a graphic of like the circus, my circus friends yeah. and your youth pastor friends. And I did this while I was at a very cute little neighborhood called Montrose, which is right by Glendale. 
I like it a lot. It's cute. And I was at a coffee shop and then I was like, that's so funny. But like, what, you know, obviously that's a funny exaggeration. And I swear to God, I walked out of the the coffee shop yeah. and there was a guy waiting for me outside that I guess had told me and he was on a unicycle <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> he's and he was like, like going back. Why was forth. he waiting for you? I guess he saw me like working at the coffee shop and he thought he was going to ask for my number. He like thought no. I was cute. Yes. And so I swear he was like unicycling back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I really was almost like, can I please take your photo? And then he unicycled away when I said no. So you're like defensive of like, my friends aren't a circus. There's a guy outside on a unicycle. And like there's a beard. One of your friends is a, it's a woman with a beard. I guess he saw me. There's a really cool library there and I frequent it. And I guess, he is a frequent person of Montrose, huh. the, the unicycle. It's interesting. You know, I'm always, I'm not surprised that people are, are interested in you or attracted to you. I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm just saying like, I'm surprised when you tell me stories like that because that's just not a normal for men, I think in most ways. For men to ask someone's date? No, no for, for women to go up or wait outside of a store and be like, hey, I just saw oh, you in yeah. there. It's like, <clears throat> men are so like, like, like they got their their engines roaring and they they don't mind rolling up and I I think I have been told nice things by strangers and it is really but a great. woman wouldn't be like hey you can I get your number I mean may, probably not probably not to me probably not I've had people get my number I have but I was younger but think about who is doing it a man an old man that licked my arm a unicycle <laughs> like it's not like I'm not getting really right. hit on you're by, not like, surrounded by a circus yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, like any of your types of friends or like someone like you or yeah. Jack or whatever, like those aren't the kind of boys that are coming up. It's like it really is like the freak. But don't you think boys uh, uh, attempt to talking to women more than women? Oh, to for to men? sure. So so in that way, we're not equal in this space of uh, dating and attraction. Right. I mean, of course, right. there are women that say, who are you? I want to know your number. Of course, there are. But they're kind of diamonds in the rough. Yes. I was just talking about this with a friend. And like, I feel like, so, you know, whatever. I just turned 40. If if Jack and I broke up, like, yeah. I would have, I have an easier time out in the world with like, bo- just guys sure. in general. But he, he has, but yeah, but he would win in the way of like getting a relationship mm. quicker than me. Like, I feel like it's hard to, it would be harder to find a boyfriend at like 40 years old with no children, never been married. Then yeah. what I, w- I would find there's a million trillion good guys. Like I would definitely do find one, but I feel like it w- it's easier for for men to mm. f- find girlfriends. I think that's probably true. And I think also younger women typically aren't unattracted to a little bit older men. Mm-hmm. Not like 20 years younger. I mean, unless you know you're you're every girl I ever dated before Brittany. Um, <laughs> but like, uh, well, they all had dad issues. You know? <laughs> we all have daddy issues. Truly. I think it's harder for women to find boyfriends. Oh, okay. Than it is for men to find girlfriends. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know why, but girlfriends just seem so easy for guys to have. I'm like listening to you, and I'm also just imagining this unicycler, like going was, back and forth. Like, like he wouldn't even stop to like say, "Hey, can I get your number?" He's like, "Hey, I can really ride this." That's thing. what he, he was going back and forth and back and forth. And then I just it's said, like, "Like, but why? What? What? Can you just like stop and and, and just." Just be a real adult. Yeah. And then I'm like, if this was a Cameron Diaz movie, because the, the sidewalks there are very like cracked and open. Oh. And I'm like, I wish, I mean, I don't want to see him fall, but yeah. I'm like, if, if it was a funny I just movie, imagine this be... guy, he's got like a top hat on and rainbow <laughs> suspenders. No. And he's just like, hey. He had curly hair. He seemed like a marathon runner, which is not my type. Mm-mm. No offense to any marathon runners, but. You know, 
but unicyclers are like hot. people who do stuff is what you're saying me too i asked if he was a gemini and he actually said yes because oh. gemini's are always good at doing lots of things and I feel oh my like- god you'll be so proud uh the the bark box okay that's that box uh-huh, i get uh-huh, every month uh-huh. which i wish they were our sponsor because i can talk some major like, they, like they props to them um Every month they send me a new box, right? And it's themed to whatever. I don't know what it's going to be a theme to, but this month was dogstrology. Oh my God. And it was I all obviously it. astrology related. So they had all of the signs in a toy form. Oh my God. And I was like, Arrow's oh. definitely a Scorpio, by the way. I feel you like think I so? Absolutely. I'm sure. Why? Um, he just has, he's mysterious. Okay. He's a little bit dark, but he gets what? clingy with one person. Like, or he's very fixated on, uh, he doesn't trust everyone. He's, he's sensual. He is from November 18th. What is he? That might be a Libra. I forget. Or, he, I don't know. He, I is a, he is a November 18th. I'm telling you. Scorpio. Oh, bitch. nice. So what is a Scorpio in a dog? He's in mean? the cusp of a Scorpio or Sagittarius. Okay. Which means that he likes to travel a lot, but he's mysterious. <laughs> I'm telling you, I get Scorpio vibes from him. <laughs> That's so funny. He I didn't is, even know that. He's great. He's a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful dog. I Anyways. can call a unicycler and a Boston Terrier. <laughs> but then I can't get like, um, okay, okay. So he has, so we ha- so we get the Bark Box. It's dog oh, yeah, astrology. Yeah. Okay, yep. And it comes and one of the toys is a Leo. <gasps> and that's it better the, be on the front. That's the, I immediately threw it to the ground and said, tear it up, Arrow. No. Tear it up. Because every, I mean, everybody knows you're a Leo. You saved the best for last. No, no. It's, uh, he, I, I made sure. What's kind of interesting because all the toys are pretty great. There's squeaky and whatever. But this toy, the Leo, is double layered. So you on the outside is this soft, squishy, it looks like a but on the inside you can see it's got another toy inside of it. It's this hard rubber ball that's inside the toy that once you tear it open, there's another toy to play with. It's and like a Russian like, nesting doll. Right. Or like it's like putting on a facade on the outside. That's what we do. And then on the inside is this other thing. That's what, but ours would be the inverse where on the outside you see like the J Lows or the Madonnas, but mm. on the inside is a very squishy character Aww. that just wants to be. I'm loved. G- I can't wait to tear it open and see if there's like a joke. <laughs> I bet there's a, I bet Barkbox knows that Leos are crazy and there's a joke of like an angry face or something. We are. I'm proud to be a Leo. Ben Good. Affleck, Bill Clinton, all like great if they're examples. a famous great sociopath, they are a Leo. I, I'm telling you, like honestly, Madonna, J Lo, Jennifer oh. Lawrence, like we're in good. If they we're, seem insane, I are. thought you said J Lo, then Jennifer Lawrence. J Law, yeah, J Lo, J Law, J Lo. Um, Leos and Scorpios have good sexual chemistry, so Arrow and I could fuck. Yeah, but we wouldn't you hear that Arrow. But he'd get too fixated on me. We wouldn't want that. Oh, I don't think he's fixated on you. When you come, he doesn't even like get excited. I know we have no vibe together because you, you've never given him any time, no time. True, you're, you're always just like, <laughs> and then you just like walk in. That is and true. I don't like, know don't why touch we, don't, me. we don't connect very well. Because you've never, if you got him excited one time, he'd probably be like, "You are my friend now." But you really, never had I do him think like he's five cute. years. I just don't like touch him that much. I really he, think he's very cute though. He's a clean dog. I know he is. I think he's adorable. He's not one of those dogs you touch and go, "I need to wash my hands." I fucking hate those dogs. I love his jowls. I feel like he's like a pelican that has like a lot of fish in his. <laughs> I, I mean it. I think he's so cute. Okay, so we have a few minutes left. Yes. And I want to tell you that I've done my homework from a few episodes past. Okay. And I watched the rehearsal. Oh, you finished it. I finished it. Okay. And? I told you to watch it because I thought it was maybe, okay, this is how I coined it. Um, and it's on HBO. It's one of the most interesting television shows I've ever seen. It does things that I'm like, huh. This is so crazy, the ride that it's taking me on. It's just not your conventional, like, show. 
True. It's not uh, your conventional, like, uh, I guess, reality show. It's not your conventional, like, linear story. Right. It's not. It's acted, yet not acted. It's like, it's weird. It's weird. And so, what'd you think? Um, First, I, I really couldn't tell what was scripted and who were actors mm-hmm. like so it's the um the comedian nathan fielder right that's correct and then i didn't watch nathan for you okay. was that similar to this or not at all nathan for you he is like this he is acting but nobody else is and so he goes it's almost like a, a mockumentary in a way but it is a documentary okay. so like a failing business like actually one of my friends was on the show really nathan for you yeah uh his name was greg dolan he listens to the show we're gonna have him on as a guest greg he was like, hey, I'm a character artist and I'm trying to get more business. Well, Nathan Fielder comes in and figures out some ways to help him do it. But it's always these like ridiculous, unconventional, just ludicrous ideas. Like one of them was a uh, frozen yogurt store. Okay. And the, the manager was like, I'm trying to get more people in, but we're not like a big company. And he goes, mm, I have the answer. A poo flavored frozen yogurt. And it's like, what? So they went to a lab. They had made poo flavored oh my god they had a test group where they had brought people in and they said what would you say this tastes like and everyone was like this tastes like what shit would taste like they put it in the machine they put a big sign out they put an ad in the paper i think and people came people came to check it out and then of course it was like everyone's like this is the most disgusting thing but it's like yeah but i got you people in your store and then it's really funny because like pulls this prank and then the next day he stops back in the store spoiler alert and he goes uh actually i was thinking i think it's a really bad idea to have a poo flavored thing no one wants that and that was the end of the show oh my (laughs) god it's this ridiculous ride of like what is happening and good for him for at least for not showing for not having to have like really happy good endings so tell me about the rehearsal in your opinion okay okay i thought the and if you guys can watch it this is definitely worth at least having on in the background. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so the first no. episode, though, which, once again, like, I can't tell exactly if it's totally real or not, but he, he helps a guy out, you know, and helps in very quotation marks with, like, kind of um, saying this information to someone, coming clean about a lie that he's been telling for a long right, time. Right, so the, the idea of the show is that you have this lie, this character has a, this person, real person, has a thing that they've been holding on to and they're afraid to tell someone because of the reaction they will get. Mm-hmm. So then what Nathan does is he comes in and he goes, well, what if we rehearsed what you're going to say and the million possibilities of what they could say and then we'll just go over it so right. you'll be prepared when you have this actual conversation and i actually love that as a tactic like when you're nervous about having a conversation yeah. or if like asking someone out or even getting a job i love the idea of a flow chart of like they yeah. say yes go here they say no okay. do this because i think it takes the emotion out of like the surprise of what may happen so i like that as a tactical strategy for okay. life things but um the ending but okay so i he he falls into the category of like person doing a bit that like may never end to the point where i really couldn't grasp onto any like human elements of it mm-hmm. and i understand then at some point of the 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 whole show he gets a family um there's a lot that goes on in this show. It's only six or eight episodes. Or yeah. S- something He in definitely, there. obviously, it is, is like a glorified sociopath, which I, I don't mind that. Like, yeah. he seems weird with or devoid of emotion or maybe a little bit even on the cusp of something. But oh, do you think that's his character? That might be a bit. Do you think that's, that's the, the bit of the, the whole show? Probably. But it didn't, it, I was looking to feel something. And the only 
thing I felt was confused. Okay. Maybe I'm missing. I'm Something not d- deep enough. Something tells me that you actually enough. were watching this in the background. And no, you no, were on no. Because I watched the whole com- pretending I, to have a family. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't believe it. I bet if I quizzed you on Ask that me. show. Okay, quiz me. I'm not going to because I want to spoil this for our listeners. Okay, quiz me when we're done. Okay. Um, What I did like, I wrote down some scenes that I thought were really, why, why did I write porn, bam, bam, and pebbles? Oh, that's because I like watching Flintstone porn. Oh, that's what I do with my this show. God. It's super hot. Are they <laughs> brothers and sisters? Are they, is Bam Bam and Pebbles incest too? No, no, no. One's Barney's kid and I one's Fred's kid. I love watching cartoons fucking each other. Okay, oh that's, my not, that's my notes for something Where, else. How do we get there? How do, that's, I wrote down my notes, I, but this it got is jumbled. Where, this is where I'm like, okay, I'm trusting you on your opinion of a show, but then you cannot even have a, 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 a complete thought without being like, I like when cartoons fuck. It's because like, I wrote what? down for me to remember to watch that okay. more. Okay. Um, <laughs> The, oh god and also if you're looking for an article he i was reading some reviews and the new yorker like skewered him to the point where yeah whatever um there was one scene where he had to hire a bunch of background a bunch of extras mm-hmm. but i thought it was so funny that they're the contractor the union doesn't allow for them to speak so like the whole party was just a bunch of quiet extras and i thought that was very funny i think there's so much subtle comedy in this yeah that you have to almost be like um available for the I'm a I'm available for the pain of it. There's it's painful sometimes to watch. It's sort of like curb your enthusiasm in that realm where some people can't watch it because it's like the anxiety of the show. Oh, I love that. Cannot do it, but I love it. Right, I love those awkward moments, and I feel like this show has those awkward moments. It's not like Curb. I I don't want to send people in there and be like, it's like Curb. I'm just saying like it's in that world of like it's totally on that way far end of like anything you've seen before right and he does what he, i think he does a good job is letting people um lay out and unfold their biases or prejudices mm-hmm. like to the point there is a woman there that like is one of the i love god so much but i hate jewish people because jesus doesn't <sighs> like him See, and that woman is insane but i don't know if she's an actor or not i don't i, I don't that's, know that is the most beautiful part of this show is because it's like if you tuned in, if you were from another country and you came to America and you were like, I'm going to watch the news and you top jumped into the the daily show. Right. Mm-hmm. And you saw somebody out there. Hey, we're out here on the street. It's like you can't tell sometimes that this person's doing it. Well, you know, they are a character or, or like are the people they're asking questions to questions to out at like a, a Trump rally. Are yeah. they characters? Because they're so insane. They say these things that you're like, what is going on? Not to say like. If you're a Republican, you're an insane person. What I'm saying is like sometimes these people say things you're like, that can't be real. Is it real? That's scary if it's real. And so I think in this show, there are these people you're like, this person's so like off their rocker that they probably are real. They probably yeah. are real, and this is just gold that they're catching. This. And he does do a good job of that. I feel like it's a, if I went to New York to watch like a one man show, and he mm. like cuts off his toe or something. I'm like, good for you. I, ne- I don't have any plans to revisit it. But. Okay, that's fine. And then I mean, he's like talking to the toe or something. It, it's, I'm like, I get it. If but they I get greenlit I, on HBO for a second season, and I don't think, I don't personally think HBO is doing a lot of stuff that that is like just straight bad. I really don't. I really don't. Tell me something that HBO is doing that's just garbage. Well, I love Sex in the City, but they, they <laughs> well, <laughs> but that, that had to that come just back. Fell apart. I mean, that, that's just, but yeah. it was b- groundbreaking, right, right, right. And of course, that's one of the more popular shows. No, they probably. I think. 
I think it's not for you the way that uh, I think you should leave the show on Netflix. is. Not I love for, that. I love it's that. It's not for a lot of people. Who would that not be for? That's so funny. Oh, I think some people don't get the, the absurdity of it, right? Uh, truly, yeah. there are some bits where you're like, this is, I don't understand this. It's like they just want like That's an example office, of they I want love office that. humor. They want, uh, they want Parks and Rec and The Office yeah. and Ted Lasso and that's their jam. And if you like those things, that's fine. It's great. But this is not that. This is something, it's almost like, uh, I guess, experimental comedy in a way. Don't you think, have you ever seen anything like this? No. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's so wild. Yeah. It's so different. It's so fresh and new and like, I'm all, I'm here for it. Okay, that's good. And I think, because I always have some friends that rag on different people's types of comedy. I think there's, there's. There's lanes for everyone. I really do. For sure. I think this is this is like really an extreme. It's like not everybody like Charlie Kaufman. Or I'm sorry. Uh, Andy, Andy Kaufman. Kaufman. Yeah. yeah. Not everybody likes Charlie Kaufman either. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like Charlie Brown. Uh, oh, my God. I like Bam Another Bam cartoon Pebbles. you want to okay, see. Okay, yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Charlie I, Brown and Linus. Or no, Snoopy and Lucy. What? You want a dog fucking a girl? Yeah. Is Woodstock shooting? I, oh, my why God. Am Woodstock, I even, yeah. Why, Woodstock okay. could be hot. Let's go watch some cartoons. <laughs> okay. We'll see you. <laughs> Bye-bye. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question, or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Meryl on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show. Good night, kids. Sleep tight.